Welcome to this very thing on. Switch it on. Shit. You want me to turn on the lights? Turn on the lights. Turn on. We should have got Stacy. We like. We like to do it with the lights. We should have got Stacy. It would be such a cool episode if we all had masks. Who's Stacy? I mean Cynthia. Cynthia is our guest for today. I am fucking up. I'm. I'm so sorry. Oh damn! I'm so sorry. Oh my god, Cynthia, I'm so sorry. Okay. Anyways, welcome to the Halloween edition of Think Shack. We it's probably a... like Archer, the cartoon. Like that guy gets everyone's name wrong. I'm trying to introduce the show, my good sir. Okay, Archer. So, in case you know, this is Jean. Who even calls him Archer? It's Sterling. Can you introduce yourselves? Sterling Archer. Before we start talking about Sterling. Archer. What? Oh, this is Ramsey. Sorry, and this is the Purge Shack because we're wearing Purge masks, and it's the Halloween special. So. Enjoy this. So you guys want to argue about Archer? Let's go. This is gonna be a very freestyle episode. We'll touch on some of the topics. I'm sorry, I sound like <laughs> Trevor a gave us a brief, but it's so fucking political. Who wants know? to argue about Archer? You too. Who? Where did that come from? Uh, I don't know where it came from, but I know where it's going. You guys are gonna argue. You're <laughs> gonna make again. A, you're gonna make no, a point about Archer. I, I just said Sterling because that's how Mallory. Calls yeah, yeah, that's how his mother. But everybody else calls him Archer. Yeah, exactly. Sterling. Sterling. Mallory. So Mallory never have, calls him Archer. Those two have a weird relationship, though, don't you think? It's he like, has an Oedipus complex. He his, wants to you think he's sexually mom. attracted to his Oh my god. But yeah, he gets a boner for his mom. Oh my god. Yeah, that's the first one. I mean, that's what Thor assumes everyone is. How this would you describe Archer? You see, like, the way, the way, the way uh, movie reviews are like, like Rotten Tomatoes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, if you are told to describe the lead character Archer, I, mean, I would describe him as. Well, I would say he's partly at least a megalomaniac because he yeah, does with childhood traumas. Childhood traumas, yes. Because of the nature of his. I think he has job. a narcissistic mother. I think Mallory qualifies. Mallory's as a, a narcissist, narcissist. And, and 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 I think he feeds into that. He likes that. Let us remember he's that toxic, some of us have never watched. This is art. John trying to join this conversation. No, I'm just so saying. Left out in I'm the just cold. saying. <laughs> remember, guys, we're actually but, recording. We're actually recording. We're not talking about Archer because that came out of nowhere. No, but it's an interesting topic. Nobody knows Mallory. Actually, some of the audience might have watched the cartoon. Anyone with a Netflix account knows about Archer. Anyway, let's talk about Halloween. Okay. Um, what is so the, the where did the where did the holiday come from? I happen to know a few facts. Uh, it's from a Celtic tradition, from what I read. Yes, this is it's, it's actually it's actually called Samhain, but it's from uh, it's pronounced Samhain, but it's spelled. S A M H A I N. So, um, the Samhain festival was a pagan religious celebration to welcome the harvest at the end of summer, when people would light bonfires and wear costumes to ward off ghosts. For me, that kind of just like trailed off. I'm like, okay, fine, we harvested. It's the end of summer, so where are the ghosts coming from? Do ghosts particularly like the end of summer? I don't understand that. They like, like maze because it's like sometimes I try to understand the logic behind certain cultural practices, and I'm like, I don't get it. Why? Why? Why are the ghosts? Like which one, for example? Other than that, like for example, um, uh, the one we were talking about this morning, circumcision. Yeah. Circumcision as a rite of weird, passage. It's a weird rite of what, passage. Who just got off one day and is like, you know, what's gonna make you a man? Cut if the I cut off your foreskin, pull the top off. It's like a convertible. Why? We don't cut off other bits of ourselves, so why do we want to cut off this bit? You know, like mm. you don't just go and clip a bit of your earlobe and be like, yeah, now you're a man. So why the hell do we do the foreskin? But it's very interesting, like the the rights of fascism and like. Oh, now that you mentioned the foreskin, but different cultures choose different things. Like Lewis removed the tooth, right? 
that's also pretty wacky because like why the, the other like, like masai masai is elongate elongate their earlobes or something like pretty you, you, wacky actually right? they like, put like so really large circles in the so, earlobes just, like, so your gets, point is actually contradicted because it's all about the foreskin like that's just a part of yeah culture when it comes to initiation. to be entirely honest this is like the um cultural practice i am most familiar with but like if we decide to expand the concept I do find like most rites of passage rather weird. It's like um, we're gonna do the wackiest, most unreasonable thing for you to prove that you're a man. Whether it's removing your front teeth or like elongating your elbows. There's an interesting one from South America where you put uh, uh-huh. put on gloves full of uh, what what are these called? Bullet like hands. You put your bullet hand in, in the gloves. nest. No, not bullet. in the nest. It's gloves specifically made with bullet ants. So they put so the bullet ants in there. And then yeah. like this thing is bullet ant has one of the most excruciating I think it's the most painful sting. There's actually in uh, the world. There's actually a scale for this like to show how painful ant bites yeah. are and then the bullet ants It's like a Richter scale for pain. For pain, can you imagine? <laughs> and then you yeah. have to put on the gloves and then stay with it for like I think it was a few hours or something. Yeah, exactly. Just stay there like probably like, by the time how will that help you in your life? How do you become a man by holding bullet Okay, ants, you know? remember that conversation we're having about pills like mdma and all that stuff mm-hmm. you're the one who said that when you get used to this kind of stuff lsd whatever it kind of strengthens your mental strength so oh, that yeah. if you're like poisoned or something Wait, you're able you to that, like wiggle throughout no i was thinking so maybe mm. sometimes human beings need a challenge that's why you go to the gym like you're not in a situation where you're tilling a farm or something that makes you like physically fit you actually have to go out of your way to come up mm. with a ritual that will strengthen your body and i feel like sometimes okay, people come up with this rites of initiation because it kind of exposes you to what you need to be exposed to to become who you should be one of the conversations we were having this morning was that um despite the ridiculousness of it all um perhaps these rites of passage were necessary because they marked a clear line from boyhood to manhood and today in the modern day because everyone is mollycoddled you can live with your parents uh, until whatever age you're circumcised like two years old you know like i was circumcised as a child mm-hmm. um so there's no like clear rite of passage in the modern day and so like men aren't as manly anymore because they never have to go through the tortures like i think yeah. that like kind of rhymes with what you're yeah, saying yeah that's exactly what i'm saying because it's not about the cutting it's about the experience so what i was so saying so if you just yeah. gonna uh, remove my foreskin and and like the whole reason behind it was supposed to go through some kind of excruciating experience mm. that will tap okay, into your tap into your you know your deep subconscious like you're meant to be a man you know this is what manhood looks like being a man in this society so, the, so much is expected of you like uh, i feel like you need to go through it so you realize like it's like going through that pain will it's like the walking on fire thing uh call of fire call of duty yeah. oh okay yeah. no 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 call of duty calls <laughs> like walking 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 on hot coals like yeah. the goal is the end it's not the pain you're feeling at the time. Like you're trying to prove like if by the time I walk through this hot cold, I'll be a changed person. This kind of opens okay. up a wider um, conversation about rites of passage in general. It's like, mm. okay, there's this one that, that marks the passage from boyhood to manhood. But rites of passage are pretty like, what's the word? Um, uh, arbitrary. Not, not arbitrary per se, but pretty... Um, uh, like like they're everywhere they're they're, they're, they're widespread they're ubiquitous so for example um everybody has this rite of passage where they first 
move out of their parents' house and start to pay their own bills. That's a rite of passage. Everybody goes through a first heartbreak. That's a rite of passage. It probably takes you from puppy idealistic love to a little more practical approach to how relationships should be. Everyone has a rite of passage where they are first coined or robbed in broad daylight and so on. I'm sure there's so many rites of passage that we go through every day in life that just like wisen us or jade us, make us even more jaded. Character development, as they call it in Nairobi. I think character development is the perfect word for it. So why aren't you guys looking at it as this rite of passage is preparing you for those unexpected why don't you have putting your hand in a, in a thing with bullet ants is going to prepare you for paying taxes not to mention it's I mean, not it's, unexpected i mean it's not that you won't it won't happen to you mm-hmm. but it won't the, the the heartbreak would come as a shock because the right of passage actually exposed you to a certain like you're saying this that scale of mm. pain and everything so it's i mean you'd have already gone through something probably of the same tense intensity intensity mm. as what you're going through when you're going through the character development mm. like if you're just fresh and you've never gone through any so any form of pain that would probably like really set you off but if you go through the rite of passage i feel like they put it at that age where you're just in between making like decisions yeah well like you're 13 going below your life is pretty much mapped out for you but like when you're 13 going on you start to have conflict of interest am i gonna make this choice or not and nobody's gonna be there to tell you which choice to make but some of the choices are gonna be like really painful and so if you do go through the rite of passage just before you get to this phase of life it exposes you to an amount of pain where no matter the choices you make you might have the strength to actually handle it because the stoicism for the most part you know it's like that that strength of will yeah yeah because you went through something and it tapped into your ability to handle Shit. Do you think that pain and struggle are necessary for human yes. life? Like, if you were to have an ideal world that everybody could be happy and never feel pain and struggle, life. do you think that would be a better world where there was no suffering at all? Uh, no. Do you think suffering is necessary I, for, I think, uh, for us to feel fulfilled? I think it's what being human is about. You can't appreciate something good if you don't know what all right, let, bad let's, feels Let's like. take it practically. So, uh, let's look at history, for example. Mm-hmm. Africans, before, were really comfortable. We have great weather, the, the land is fertile and everything. I mean, we had wars amongst us. Yeah, we had wars, so. but life was good in general. We didn't uh, have enough hardships to actually develop better weapons. And you see what happened is, like, the colonial powers came and took us over because they had had enough hardships with the environment and each other and everything. Yes. To the point where they had to develop their weaponry. Yeah. That it could defeat us easily, because yeah. it was all about fire. Like, power. like for example, England. Yes, strategy, they became like a strategy. whole powerhouse. They conquered half of the world. But do you know, even them at some point, they were attacked by the Vikings. I don't know what the Vikings attacked them is when they realized why are we so vulnerable. Technically, England is a mishmash. So we've got the Celts, the Welsh, the English, the Scots. Um, before we had the Celts, and then the Vikings came in. And then they kind of like intermarried. And then we had like the Saxons and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the Romans came in. And then they conquered England. So we have like Hadrian's Wall. And they then we had like, conquered. you know, Norman England and whatnot. And then from there, it just like 
became whatever the fuck we know it today. So England has been conquered several times. I mean, for, for them, a country to, yeah. that has conquered several other countries, it's been conquered several. times. They know countries. a thing or two about being conquered. They know a thing or two. They just wanted to export that ceiling to Africa. And I mean, like, I, I feel so, like even us. Smoke some really good weed as well. Like, I got to share this. Yeah. I feel like even us. It's just a phase that everybody else went through. We need. I mean, this brings me back to this whole King Charles trip. What, what the fuck are we just demanding apology? The one where they had a red carpet uh, on the, on I, mean, the no, I, I mean, like people are demanding right. for an apology. I mean, even England went through the wait, wait, before what, what's, they became what's the, who they what's are. The That's a what happened exactly. One. Yeah, yeah, but, but I'm just the saying. What happened? What happened with the was it Prince Charles? So what exactly is what King happened? King Charles. King Charles. Right yeah. Now. What's the story? Um, he. I think he was invited by the previous it's administration. First king in England in a long time. I mean, Elizabeth was pretty much there for like generations <laughs> and i think i feel like that's why the royal family has managed to stay relevant in england than other european because of, uh, yeah, of elizabeth's long reign i feel like if there was somebody else coming in between to ali it mm. would kind of crumble but because the monarchy uh is basically uh focused on the head monarch like she's the whole yeah. she's the whole thing tying up or he's the whole thing tying up everything i don't know if so, you, you so also watched this she called in, the crown on yeah i do watch it so yeah. she came in when when the monarchy was still very relevant in europe mm-hmm. and she's reigned for so long really good pr and on yeah on the institution i feel like it's the institution the institution that has really the, good PR. the decisions more so, than the so family then what, what, king charles what did he do oh sorry <laughs> we've we digressed from the topic okay As so king charles dream <laughs> so, <laughs> just so, drop that easter easter egg for anyone who knows what snoop's dream is but it's the dream. so king charles so king charles he uh, he he was i think invited by the previous administration and he's honored the visit mm-hmm. the last time a monarch came to kenya was 1991 or two that was when elizabeth mm-hmm. came here mm-hmm. so i feel like many decisions that the royal family makes is um a tactic it's a, it's always like it's a chess board it's always operation. a chess board with them like when they make a move it's not in vain like they always have an end game to it i agree with so, you because there were so many things that king charles did that i was like this was yeah I, I feel i feel like, like they what? look desperate for example like, when king charles was addressing um um uh, the some onions i don't remember where he started by speaking in swahili he was like mabwana na mabibi na mabwana and then he ended with niaje, niaje. so this was just like to engage in the mass during the same speech he also um said that britain this is mabibi na mabwana like for it like, like sir, g- ladies and gentlemen like, like this was probably like a really 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 no, really um uh, foreign student who learned swahili yeah, at uni and has like never been a swahili speaking country in his life he's using the oldest textbooks it's like hakuna Ex- matata exactly or jambo that. like if you ever want to know someone's a tourist they come to say jambo who says jambo i say jambo all the time though oh fuck off that's untrue <laughs> i do though that is untrue oh my I god i will watch you for the rest of this fucking month no, if you no, don't no. say jambo one one time no, <laughs> can you say sasa yeah jambo mambo, is not a thing mambo i say it like habari Yeah. Nobody says that. Niaje probably probably no. Bro. But he tried yeah. about Niaje. <laughs> yeah. That's a relevant you know? one. But here's the thing. So part of it, during the speech he also apologized and said that Britain feels apologetic for all the um, atrocities. Uh, atrocities it has committed against the country. And then there was a point where he was ordering samosas like a, a regular person. You know, um, okay, he wore all the shoes than Ruto. Before, before we leave <laughs> the language the language thing. Mm. In the series The Crown, 
Mm-hmm. You see, Charles is the Prince of Wales, mm-hmm. right? Like the next person, the next monarch in line is usually given Wales. I don't know. I, why. I also just okay. have to mention I love how complicated the line of succession is in royal families. It's like the male son, the male they, they child. They Oh, that's removed. That's removed. Your first so cousin, if, if, and like then I don't know your fucking brother, and like, like it just keeps going. And... Sounds like, like Charlotte right step, now step, is step. in sex, is in line to succession ahead of Louis. <laughs> Lu- who's okay. Charlotte and who, okay. who's Louis? So yeah, you know, William, William no is the next idea. in line, right? William yeah. is Prince William. I know Prince that. William. He has three kids: George, Charlotte, and Louis. In that uh-huh. order. Uh-huh. So George is next in line after. William. After William. So George is next in line before Prince Harry. Okay. So right? before, before, Prince before, Harry, like, like before, was before, disowned? before William's kids were born, Harry was next in was line. next in line. But the moment a kid is born to the next in line, the yeah. other one, so like an heir takes precedence over, over a, sibling. a sibling, right? That's so, fucked up. That's so complicated. So 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 when he gets three kids. When he gets three kids, they keep pushing like, him. Every kid rule, you get, you keep pushing your brother away. Inheritance. Like, it's like, okay, yeah. bro, you're like shy. You're his brother, like, but I'm his son's grandson. So fuck you. I'm getting the land. You're like, wait, wait, wait. How does that work again? I feel so, like if it was a jealous sibling who was anticipating, every child gets born. They're like, oh, fuck I'm this just gonna murder fuck him this in sleep. Uh, and then like, another child is born. Like, imagine, oh, amen, amen. Imagine what it would be like if it was like the Western tradition where if someone dies, uh, you have to inherit their wife. So people would be changing uh, dynasties altogether just like that. Because the wife is inherited by the brother. What are you, Western tradition? As in Western no, yeah, tradition? We're going away from the topic. Like there were some people we were talking about. I'm trying to moderate this conversation. Oh yeah. Um. So, so we, were we were talking about um Prince uh, King Charles and the whole... Oh, like, uh, the, the language Kenya, thing. Is the language yeah. thing. No, the visit was, to Kenya. What did he do? I was, it's the language thing. I, I feel like we already finished that one. I mean, but the language thing. Wait, I, was saying, so I was saying about... The audience is like, what the fuck are you guys This is like episode about? 13. I was talking about how he, how the next in line is the Prince of Wales. Uh-huh. And Wales kind of don't like recognizing the monarchy. They feel like it's an unnecessary mm, institution kind of like and like people should just be able to democratically uh, decide who their leaders are, not through uh, inherent bloodline. Like to them, it's very mm-hmm. primitive. Although technically, to most, most, technically most Welsh the crown people, is mostly a yeah. figurehead at this point, ceremonial. And, and, and I feel like they've always been trying to secede from the, the United Kingdom. They just mm. want to be Wales. So this problem actually started way back when Charles was still at Eton College when he was still a young a young tuck mm. and uh, and being the I like of, this one Jean this and, is a good guest and uh, and for the first time Jean is speechless he he has no idea what the fuck is going usually and, Jean and no I, I do I just feel like guests. you know I feel like we're going too deep into English tradition now the guest and I are dominating Jean and on that note we need to introduce the guest. <laughs> Because we've been talking probably like 20 minutes. Yeah, probably have, yeah. Yeah, but she's pretty knowledgeable. You know a lot about, yeah. you know, the royal family. Yeah. But anyway... I feel like I'm interested in that. Yeah. Today's guest is... Please introduce yourself. My name is... Cynthia. Like time. Cynthia. Cynthia. And what do you do, Cynthia? Um... You could lie, yeah, by the way. Yeah, I mean, the question is, what do you do work? Maybe Joakali. Maybe Joakali, but I just... Make, or, I, or I, I do deals like okay but what i majorly wash do, wash <laughs> what i majorly do is i run my own a laundry business that's what i mean by wash yeah yeah like hey. my mama for does wash wash like she may have some yeah cool wash, story bruh wash wash <laughs> yeah let's let cynthia talk so 
at the moment i am running a car wash in Rongai. wow okay that's the, respectable that's pretty cool uh, like your the, own the, car wash no i, I mean it's a I mean, she said it's hers that it's hers it's a partnership. Oh, so yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the theme is Breaking Bad. The same. Um, oh, so it's just for money. Why don't you give the name? Give the name up. So the car wash is a front for the meth business we have on the side. Okay. <laughs> I feel yeah, like you guys sense. are really attacking me on that. I'm not. The I'm methamphetamine not, business. And, and, oh my god, that and, makes so and, much and, sense. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not helping myself with the the more I talk, the more I'm it's actually okay, making it worse. Yeah. But anyway, but um, you don't have to give us the too reason, much. The reason the reason I just chose Breaking Bad. Oh come on. No, no. Let me just say this. So we have an audience. You haven't mentioned the name. Go ahead and plug the name. Like. In case you need some meth, <coughs> sorry, your car wash, you can go to Cynthia's car wash. This is like so crazy. <laughs> but anyway, uh, it's it's like a partnership thing I do. It's gonna be a bar, it's gonna mm-hmm. be like Pokhub. The guy from Pokhub from Karen is gonna also. Oh, it's so cool. And, Whoa, and this girl is making some mad moves. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, it's not me. Like everybody's gonna like so the same way the pack up guy came, I also came in as the car wash, and I decided I'm gonna theme it as breaking bad. No, but it's kind of smart because like how many people do you meet on a daily basis who are like, hey, I'm running this business or that business? Like entrepreneurship, while weirdly ubiquitous because everybody's selling duvets on their WhatsApp status, is also pretty rare. Maybe we should start like like unique business ideas. We should start selling duvets with things like on it. Let us know in the comments if you buy that. Wait, come on, you just stole my point. Let us know if you want to think Shaq Duvet. I was saying something really important. I was praising Cynthia. It's like, like when you meet like a young person, you know, because like Cynthia can't possibly be 30 yet. Um, or even 25. Um, You'd be surprised. <laughs> I'm saying you would. Like, hey, like, come on. I'm just understand? saying he would be, but he's, he's not going to be. Uh, yeah, like, like that's be. admirable is all I'm saying. Away. <laughs> yeah, and, 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 and what are your interests apart from... Um, uh, understanding the history and structure of the British royal family. Uh, it's not just the structure of the royal family. I basically love history. You love history? I just love history. Give us a random historical fact. Just any... Ah, this, is one, this one is fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A random I think we all have any, a random historical fact. We should all do it, by the way. You could have come up with some interesting... So, like I said with that, did you know? Like that? Yeah, and well, what? we should also say motherfucker <laughs> and then say the fact like... it. The starting doesn't really matter. Uh, okay. Get the point across. Um, you know, oh, a historical fact. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of pressure because I, I literally don't know where to begin. Any, any I feel story. a lot of pressure sounds like something my car tire would say while I'm trying to to pump it louder. I feel a lot of pressure. It's like yeah, well, bro. I mean, anyway, it's a, it's a lot of pressure to try and say something that is not too obvious. No, come on, just say something. Okay, okay, I go one, I go one. I go one, I go one, I go one. Did you know? Yeah, I did actually. That that an eighth of the whole world are actually Genghis Khan's descendants. Oh, I have heard that one. Like that's a nice way to say he fucked everybody. No, Genghis Khan had so many kids. Like it should be illegal. We all like, have. It, it's so easy to commit incest. You could interpret that in one of two ways. You could say an eighth of the world, or you could say Asians. a huge number of people can trace at least part of their DNA. Or you could say a big part of Asia, back. because Asia is like a seventh or sixth of the world. 
that guy like, got the whole of Asia ton of the world and also to have sex with so many women i don't understand it's like i can understand if you're a conqueror you conquer a large part of the world and then your soldiers i mean listen pillage. to the name genghis it sounds like someone who no but think about it bro think about it like i can understand if you are a general with a large army you conquer a large part of the world and then your army rapes and pillages so your army has descendants but for you specifically to have an eighth of the world generally that what how many women are you fucking a day maybe, maybe he did it like, are you just fucking all day what, what time do you have to conquer when <laughs> are you conquering, conquering when, when are you doing right? the important when they're, when they're when pillaging they're also raping So part of like the war is like yeah. Ah, yeah, they, they do that. They're like the great joys in. Actually, the great joys. No, no, no. Actually, here's the thing about Game of Thrones. Yeah. Quick the, disclaimer, the, John doesn't have a game of Thrones. How the Dothraki would jump on horses and marksmen, the Dothraki marksmen would be able to shoot... arrows from yeah. on a horseback kind of modeled a, after the mongols the actually. mongols actually used to do that yeah, and yeah, um, the genghis khan's army and i feel like mm. the ripping and pillaging is more of the greyjoys mm. like they do not so the pirates actually they the, do not the pirates they called rivers they are rivers yeah pirates. so they they they, work, they don't farm they, they believe in taking Yeah, we do not so. We do not so at the house. Okay, John give us a random historical fact. One that mm. you think is going to blow our minds. Wait, wait, what was that? Thing? The last uh, one was that Genghis well, Khan um, yeah. an eighth of the world's population can trace his ancestry back to Genghis Did Khan. Did you know the well, I mean, that's not historical. Not fact. to his brother Genghis Khan. No, I'm, I'm talking about Because mine. Genghis oh. Khan fucked the rest of the world, but Genghis Khan his brother didn't. That's mm. a bad joke. Anyway, go on. Do you know Genghis Khan's actual name? The one that he was given at birth. No, what is his name? Timujin. Timujin. You know, you want to know another corny little thing? Do you know what killed Genghis Khan? Actually, I don't know. A woman. It was a cold. It was a simple a case of flu. Yeah. That's how he calls it. Like the original calls it. Imagine conquering so much of the world and then dying of a simple flu. He was a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, you can go somewhere you like and try and conquer me in my dreams, but <laughs> you're dead, I'm alive, so. It's gonna go like Freddy Krueger. But anyway, give me your random fuck like my ancestors or something. I mean, you're speaking ahead of yourself. He has like an eighth of the whole population. The I am the spirit of Genghis Khan. What do you have? Do you have even have one child? I've come to pillage your ass. Please Johnson style. <laughs> anyway, give us a random fact, John. I have one, but I feel like it's just one. Oh yeah, uh did you know that um Was it Europeans were not the first ones to uh, visit America? There's actually Africans from West Africa. They were undertaking mm. a lot of uh, like what are they called? Navigating the the what, what's this ocean between Africans the, built the Pacific um, or the Atlantic? The Atlantic it's, it's the Pacific. Um, we, no, it's the Atlantic because it's between Africa and. Uh, oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, Atlantic. they're the first ones to navigate like from there to yeah. the, to, to the America. So I was gonna ask. So you're saying. Africans had seafaring ships right. long before. Right, they were simple in design, but they they were there. Before. They would the cross kingdom, the the large, the vast ocean. The kingdom of Mali actually was a very powerful nation. It was one of the richest in the world at that time. Yeah, I've had the Mansa like, Musa story. Yeah, 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 because they had like all, all sorts of gold and everything. Tim, Timbuktu is actually a real place. If you didn't yeah. know that. Timbuktu. University University of Timbuktu was the very first university in the world. Right. And because so, Mansa Musa, they were Muslims, so the yeah. whole graduation gown that you see mm-hmm. is actually uh, an imitation of the Muslim garbs that Kina Mansa Musa mm-hmm. used to wear. So it's not like a Western. So, so even even fact. Vanderbilt or or Harvard or Yale still mm-hmm. wear that because 
um it's it goes to show that this yeah. actually originated from a muslim yeah um, environment which was in africa in mali yeah, and yeah. Uh, mansa musa built the this very first university yeah. and because of their attire as yeah. muslims which was like long and they, that's how that's why the graduation yeah. gowns look it's like that on your instagram exorcism chant from um that episode of courage the cowardly dog you used to watch that cartoon courage the cowardly dog so there's a point where muriel mm-hmm. courage's um you know dog mother gets possessed and then like he was supposed to chant an exorcism is like um hullabaloo and howdy do rusty prongs and timmy buck too because no timmy buck too yeah exactly and then like muriel got (laughs) was it the duck that was No, there was no like, it wasn't a dog it was a ghost like like a spirit like I, I, I mean there were so many villains in Courage the Cowardly Dog I, I wish they had names like in Powerpuff Girls like there was Mojo Jojo there was what 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 if they had Eustace names Muriel. it's funny how the, 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 the villains didn't have names it was funny, funny how the villains from Powerpuff Girls the, the, one of the key ones was like a transgender or something like that you remember that guy the, the one in red is it he was or she trans- him it was called him, him. him. it was called him yeah the one was supposed to be a demon oh the one that looks like a demon and has like like pincers like lobster like Lobster uh, pincers. Yeah, yeah. The, I tell you I always get amazed by the smooth segments. We're like, what the fuck? But you just sprang that one on us. But yeah. yeah. But it's an inter- the other the church is the most high. Yeah. yeah, the church of the most high. I don't think we've been to the church of the most high. So is it really the most high? Okay, let's just high explain high. what the church of the most high is, what the reference is. It's right. like this this weed was so burned. The police have uh, found 26 sacks of bang. I don't know what they call it bang. We had the whole episode about that. It comes from Indian banga actually. Bang. Yeah, it comes from Worth Indian. 6 million shillings at a church in Ongatanga. Did you know about that story? You know the weed that was burnt the other day. She probably was involved in it. She was on um, I mean there's weed being burnt everywhere. What did you hear about it? Yeah, I heard about it, but like I found it really funny. It's like why do we have this weird practice actually i'm uh, in the spirit of noticing really weird practices in the spirit because it's yeah. halloween why is it that when we catch um illegal consignments of weed at least in kenya we can like burn it. Why, why do we burn them like if you catch an illegal consignment of cocaine i never see the dci burning a bunch of cocaine in a forest but here's the thing does, does it ever get shown being burnt or is it just hearsay I mean it doesn't matter does it it's still crazy like why are you burning this no, shit No I'm saying like it could be a fabrication the police might not even be burning it How do you know it's been burned you haven't like, seen the all, all, the only way you can know is walk by there and see if you get high Because if you burn that much weed I bet anyone in the vicinity is just going to be laughing themselves off I, I feel like some, some some decisions are not made because of um the purpose or the function it will serve I feel like some decisions are made by a system because that's what they know hmm. um for example during the ivory trade uh, that moi was trying to stop the whole banning of the the ivory the task was a message like i know they're valuable but what you're doing to get them is actually very wrong and this should never get into somebody's hands 
because the more money somebody makes from ivory, mm. the more they'll want more. Mm-hmm. So it was a statement like we're gonna burn all this ivory, watch all those millions burn mm-hmm. because elephants' lives are worth more. That's okay. a good point because and like, and and uh-huh. it was a whole thing, the, it was a whole gesture, and I feel like when people are burning like whatever this weed nini, it's just something that is ingrained in their minds. Hey, when we get something illegal, we should burn it. That's a good point because like even the the war on drugs, you don't realize that the 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 drug cartels and whoever the the, the violent criminals, all been funded by customers like me and you. We buy drugs, <laughs> right? Yeah. So if you burn the drugs, for example, it's a symbol that. Hey, we're not gonna let these things go back into I'm, circulation. I'm, I'm okay with that. I have no problem with that argument. My question is, why do we only burn weed? We don't burn any of the other illegal drugs. When mm. I think weed is more common in Kenya. You can find a farmer near. I know you hear news of cocaine. Like yeah, cocaine. They're always very packed. They always all the time. So where does so the cocaine go? Why don't we have cocaine burning ceremonies? Why don't we have heroin burning ceremonies? Why the fuck is it okay, always weed? Thing. I think cocaine is not. Why do we burn the one drug which, if you burn, you're probably gonna get high? <laughs> no, don't you thing. find that rather sus? I think the thing is, cocaine is not like widespread taboo. Nobody knows. Okay, not many people know people who use cocaine, right? It's for the upper class because a gram of cocaine is five thousand. For those of you who don't know, so <laughs> I love the way you just dropped that. <laughs> for those of you who might not know, a gram is. And you found this how out did by you know? Research? Yes, how did you know? <laughs> Experiment. You so, know a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy. I know him very yo, well. Yo, 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 quick question, quick question for research purposes. So a gram is 5,000. Right. For a first time user, so how gram, long is, like, how much of a high is a gram going to give Depending you? on how long you uh, cut the lines and everything, a gram could be like anywhere from three days or two days to a night. Because a, li- oh a gram will give you God. 20 lines, 22 lines. The only lines. way you know street value of something is if you are the seller or the buyer. No, so it's, it's which universal. one are you? No, I'm the buyer. I've bought, bought one. Show. No, number three. So, <laughs> <laughs> and the funny thing is, like, the prices are universal. You go to this plug, it'll tell you 5,000. You go to another plug, it'll tell you 5,000. Wow. So, yeah, the, the gram can give you like 20 lines, and two lines will get you half like 30 minutes. So, if you have a night out, you so, so yeah, oh my god, that's 5,000 shillings to get like a gram, a, like a, a night. night. Oh yeah. my god, that it's is... not that bad though. If you think about it, people buy Mzinga, which is like a 750 ml for well, Jack Daniels, like 7,000 in a club. So, if, if that's like a kind of spirit. Yeah. yeah, but nobody buys Jack Daniels club unless they're trying to show off. Yeah, they're buying the yogis. Yeah, get lit. You regularly buy Jack Daniels in a club. All the time. I feel like you're so full of shit, man. man. No, anytime I go with my neighbor, like I don't like hard liquor, but when I do buy it, I prefer whiskey. Cynthia, you prefer whiskey. You're telling me about. No, bro, hey, you do KOs. Like, I've gone out with you. What do you mean? You do KOs, bro. No, that's what I'm saying. When I buy like liquor, like in Rongai, or just for example, you do Jack Daniels. Yeah, most of the time. yeah but soon as I turn up an alcohol box, you know, when we pregame, when they go club, go collect. When you though? need to spend, okay, you guys don't get it. There's a there's a kind of like prestige that comes with buying a nice bottle, right? That's the thing. What you say, like you're trying to show off. Unless you're trying to show off. Yeah, that's the whole point. Because the funny thing is, if like on a night where it's very busy, and then you go and buy beer, at least he's honest about it. I mean, if you go and buy beers, you have a it's bunch a of people, you have a bunch of people treat you like you're you, you're not shit. But then when you buy a bottle, they come with the lights and everything. Oh, I, hate that. Of, I hate that. I hate that. Everybody kind of respects the table. Oh my 
God. If you're, if you're I in the mood, it's so cringy. If you're in the mood, it's like it's like the skirts and shit. Oh. Exactly, it's like the bait for the fishes. So the ladies will see never that. do oh, okay. that. I just if spent I'm a bunch of money out, on alcohol. Look at please, me, I'm special. Please. Never, I never put that shit on me. If I'm okay, there with well, you, I don't think it's your choice. It's not your choice. It's the, the club decides to yeah. do it. I don't. Uh, if you buy okay, past okay, a certain okay. price, the what, club what is going to send over a bunch of waitresses. Like? Hey, you, like? you don't like the attention. That feels like masturbating, man. Like it's it's so drawing all attention to no, yourself. Like I, I see her point. Uh, it does uh, feel uh, like you're stroking your dick or something. Yeah, you're just stroking uh, your dick in front of the crowd. Like look at me, I spent a bunch of money to. Get drunk. I actually think like 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 in alcohol, um, the law of diminishing returns is stronger than ever because past a certain price point, um, like you're Lynch. not gonna get any more drunk. The quality of the that. drunkenness of the of of, of the drunk is gonna be See better. See on the other side. Yeah, you basically, might, uh, with you your buy a hundred thousand a hundred thousand shilling cognac versus a five thousand shilling whiskey. Yeah, yeah, okay. And then no the fucking difference. You might think that it might not get you more drunk, but it will taste better. But no, that's not the case. I tried the Glen Siddish that was like thirty two thousand. Tasted like shit, didn't it? It was one of the worst things I've ever tasted. I know. So why is it so expensive? I think it's just because it's old. Like eighteen years. So you see the problem with mm. thinking like the prestige thing. You're actually gonna get consumed into buying the brand than buying the experience. So mm. like for example, it's good that you're able to note this is an expensive drink, but it's not good because you're gonna end up like a, a, a material chaser to the point where you're not even mm. buying the drink. You're buying the whole aesthetic. It's called of, um the hedonistic treadmill. Mm. It's like. You get a bit of money, mm. you buy something expensive within your means, of course. It makes you feel really good. So now you can never buy something cheaper. You get more money, you want something more expensive because you're used to this thing right, already. Right. Hedonistic Whatever. What? Hedonistic treadmill. It's like a treadmill because you're running. You, but you're you're not never, going you're never, it's never gonna stop. Yeah. Like lifestyle changes. Lifestyle. Um, it's called lifestyle creep, right? Yeah. Lifestyle creep is a hedonism is the pursuit of pleasure. So yeah, for its own sake, pursuing pleasure yeah. on a so like lifestyle. Does that come from, from like a Greek? God yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. lifestyle creep is an example of the hedonistic treadmill. Like, um, you get a, uh, you have a job that's paying you twenty five k. You're living well within your means. Maybe you're comfortable. You're even saving, and then you get a job that pays you hundred k. You're not gonna spend. 25k and save 75k mm. you're more likely to spend now 75k you're gonna move into a bigger house exactly exactly now that tv doesn't look as good now the yeah. house is too small and if your salary increases to 500k well guess what you're not gonna spend 75k and save 425 you're gonna spend probably like 400,000. you know what's funny Ramsey and i you and i have had this conversation it's funny like if you even observe your own lives you in the audience yeah like you'll see how like that progression for you the ratio that you were saving versus the rate, I mean, the amount that you were spending and the amount that you were saving, that ratio you probably carried it over. To it a never changed. Level. Exactly. Weird. If you were saving 25% of your you income, you'll continue to save 25% of your income, no matter how much you earn. So it kind of feels like this, exactly. like, like, you know, it's a treadmill. You're running, but you're not going anywhere. You're never really making any progress. Mm-hmm. And it's so pernicious because it's so hard to avoid. Like, I mean, like you get a bit of money, you're like, now I need a car to move around. It's like, bro, you don't really need a car. You were so comfortable in Matatus and an Uber. Yeah. Even the Uber was too much. But, but I think it's necessary. Let's necessary. Leave that Why did you buy a I car? I think it's and necessary so so for progression. I feel like a car is about convenience, but you can do without it. But you, can. But you can, but I feel like if you can afford yourself something, like you should not limit yourself. And say that. Same thing with the Jack Daniels, I mean, by the way. I mean, no, I'm not saying that. I'm, I'm talking about. I feel like that kind of talk is what gets I'm, I'm, I'm talking about me, in the like, first place. Like, like there's okay. a difference between minimalism 
and comfort like there's certain Obviously. things that you shouldn't deny yourself because of your budget mm. like you should actually figure out how you're gonna make yourself more comfortable not because you're showing off or anything but because, well, because it can. makes more sense and so what's the point i mean of working if, if, if you're not if, getting if, that if, reward if, in the end if moving around from rongai to westlands with a matatu will mean that you jump from rongai to town then you go to work to Odeon, get another job that goes to Westland. It's a question of time if, as well. If, if you can actually conveniently get from one point A to B, and that car should not just be for your luxury. Actually, uh, locomoting to ease your, your business affairs or whatever it is you're doing to make your life better. Mm-hmm. So you're using the car to make your life even better. I personally and, think... And, 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 and it will take you less time to come from Rongai to Westlands through the I personally think I personally think it's okay to want to be comfortable. The question is, where do you draw the line? Where I was going to make, this, gonna make this point. You know, the funny thing is, I think it's actually necessary to be on that treadmill so you can advance. Because the more you want, the more you do, right? If you set your bar here, then you, your ambitions are this low. You achieve it, you don't grow. You stagnate. And everything else is growing around you, so you eventually end up finding yourself behind on everything. So it's good to pursue more, even if it's hedonistic, if it's not, if it's vain, because it will help you get to the next level. The problem is, it's like a case of the bigger they are, the harder they fall. If suddenly something happens today and your source of income is taken away from you, let's say you've gone up the ladder to 500k from your mega 25k income a few years ago, and something happens, you're going back to 25k, it's going to feel like absolute torture. But, but if thing. you had somehow managed to learn to live within your means, even if your income was slashed by half, you'd still be comfortable. But here's the but thing. Today we know if your income is slashed here's by the half, thing. you're Let me, let me use your example. Here's the thing. Once you've gone to that level, and then you go back to 25k, you'll be like, oh, you'll be so pressed to get back to that level. So you'll do your, your, your level best. To get back there, but if you're used to living on less, you're never going to have that kind of impetus. Comfort zone. You don't yeah, exactly you're in the comfort zone. You don't have that impetus to advance. So it's good to pursue these things. Hmm. Buy that expensive bottle of perfume. Buy that I don't know fifty thousand shilling bottle of, of uh, whatever. What about investment? What if you're ambitious I mean, but about that. a different set of things? It's like, all about balance. It's about priorities. It's not now. about how much mm-hmm. I make myself Everybody comfortable, but like priorities. what are my business goals? What are my career goals? And that's where you channel your ambition. But not necessarily about like buying like you know trinkets. So you're saying everybody has their different priorities. Yeah, like for me, a priority would probably be a home. For mm. somebody else, their priority would be a business. For somebody, somebody else, else their priority, priority would be, would be a, a luxury gram of car. cocaine. But right. yeah, 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 a car. That's what I You do what you came to this world to do. Me, I always say, I uh, think independently. Ew, if you feel like a little of ice cream makes sense to you and somebody said you should have a quarter. A little of ice cream is a bit much, though. Fuck them. Like, I'll find a way. No, I mean, like the brain feed. I'll find a way to fund my little of ice cream if that's what I want. Yeah, Always think independently. Sometimes I tell you, a little is too much. Okay, for you, but I'm not you. I'm me. I mean, it's all good to think independently, but, like, aren't there, like, general, like... Okay, I'm going to say the word that Jean probably is tired of hearing. You know, principles? I'm not tired of hearing because uh, we were talking about principles this morning and it's like right. became a whole thing it's like under general principles you should live by to ensure that you don't fall off the wagon like financial management is pretty important for sure so for sure. living within your means isn't about torturing you know, yourself actually, you're like you know spend the money it'll come back but like seriously funny enough though, between me and Ramsey, he is actually in like he that's his opinion right now but he lives the exact opposite 
And for me, I'm just trying to make a case. I'm trying to be like the devil's advocate, right? But I mean, I, we kind of agree at some point. Yeah. It's just like we're making different. So like, don't you want to have? Yeah. Don't you want to always be in a, at a point where you're like, even if disaster struck, yeah. I'm sad. I'm I'm okay. I'm not gonna suddenly be depressed and shit. And I might even have a little to pass on to my children, like. It's I the middle it's class a, trap I think, for I think me. It's like, very I, I think it drives you in the liberating. I think that's what everybody is working towards. I feel like if you're working just to survive, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. But ultimately, the goal is to get to that point. It's very liberating to just know that, I mean, I'm fine. Yeah. I don't need to do more. Maybe yeah. that's where you draw the line. Maybe the line is where you, whatever happens, you actually have a cushion. And your kids are so gonna important. and your kids are gonna be fine. For me, that's where I would draw the line. Yeah, but here's the, the concept of financial security. I agree so with all, I agree with both of you, but here's the thing: where's the motivation for that come from? When you get to a cozy lifestyle, you're like, shit, I don't wanna let this go. And then you have more of an incentive to do that. So I'm maybe, just making the case, actually. So, so maybe you know it's me, not even about right? trinkets, it's about where you put your where did you where, where did you put your money? You don't put all your eggs in one basket. I'm gonna put this in Bond. I usually put mine in a crate. I'm gonna put this in um, I put mine in some Monday, money right? market, whatever. On a Friday so that night. whatever happens, they all can the fail. Up. Right? Like, <laughs> I mean Sorry, I was, just, I was making a joke, right? You're like, I put my money into the bed, I was like, I put my money into Monday. Your egg imagine going to a strip club with an egg. Oh, I, I thought we were talking about money. Party. I thought we were talking about money. <laughs> Wait, oh, you're talking about I was thinking about eggs as egg for my eggs in a crate. That would be nice. You put though. yours in a panty in a strip club. Like, why would when I is go to a strip club? <laughs> no, it was just a the miscommunication. Time, but like, you guys have been fine until this point. Like no, we're still fine. We're still fine. <laughs> this is how the podcast usually goes. It was goes, just actually. like a really stupid joke. It's the way we usually do Anyway. One day I'm gonna try. I'm just gonna go with an actress stripper. Like when she's like, you'll be kicked out of there so fast. <laughs> you'll be like, I was told that was gonna be the hot egg show. <laughs> Humpty Dumpty. I bought the material. Anyway, back to more serious topics. The symphony is so messy. We actually have 15 right minutes now. left, so we might as well do the the, the meme review. Yeah, yeah, the meme review. This was so freestyle. It's yeah. hilarious. It's almost free. Well, it is free. There's no, no it's a the style of freedom. We start with mine or we start Oh with my you? god, you guys, back to the royal family. I feel like you guys have been pushing me away from what I was trying, the point I was trying to make. Okay. About the whole Swahili language right. thing. Mm-hmm. I was trying to say that when Charles was was just leaving college and uh, there was this pressure coming from Wales that we don't want to identify with the United Kingdom. We don't, we don't believe in all this monarchy shit. So they just want to be able to exercise their democratic right and choose mm-hmm. the leaders they feel are fit for them, not somebody who inherited it because mm-hmm. they were born in that family. And one of the tactics that Elizabeth was advised She's by the institution was, yes, was to tell Charles, you, you can't be the Prince of Wales and you don't even know how to speak Welsh. Mm. I mean, it would really speak to them. if It would really get to them if you're able to address them in their mm. language. So Charles is quite something of a linguist. He he has an, a knack for learning languages. That's why when he spoke Swahili mm. the other day, you could almost assume that it's his first time. Mm. He he's actually a, a very good with languages. Yeah. And and when you and and I mean he I feel like he really tried. I remember that. It was a very good crown, attempt. Like like I remember the episode like where he Swahili. went through a struggle and then got really good at Welsh when he gave that speech. Yeah at the uh, yeah, crowd. and it really helped. So I feel like language is very powerful like the moment somebody just 
talks to you in your language, you immediately feel some call, some homey feeling. I call language the passport to influence. Yeah. Here's a here's a philosophical um question. Mm-hmm. Which one do you think came first, thought or language? There's thought of course. But you can't think. Babies can think. Children who can't speak can. That's think. like asking who named the brain brain. Okay, no, I that's mean, very brain, different. That's very different. The brain but, sort of. No, I mean, just put yourself brain. in the perspective of the child. Right, in a child's mind, right, they can think. I want to take this thing off and put it in my mouth. They're thinking, but they don't know how to express themselves apart from ba ba ba. No crap. So it definitely was thought. Yeah. I'm thinking along the, the thoughts lines. came first. The Instagram thoughts. I'm thinking along the lines of like human evolution when we were evolving from apes. Did we start to develop a system of language first and then become better but, I mean, at thinking? There's the parallel I guess because first children start becoming better at thinking and then develop a system. That's of the language. parallel I guess because children are as intelligent as like animals. Some of them. I mean, like babies. I'm talking about infants, like really small kids. They probably have. Maybe the they just have their own language. How do you know? I don't think so. They just cry. Like babies cool and do like they communicate, so they have a language. No, they're just moving their mouths and then sounds like like they they're actually fascinated by the fact that they can make sounds. Think about it. Like you've just been born. You're like, oh, look at my hand. <laughs> oh, I made that weird sound. They're just fidgeting. Okay, but like if your baby is hungry or if it's experiencing some pain, it's gonna cry. I have a harder communicating. one. I have a harder one for you guys. Yeah, that's all of communicating because they know if it's they a cry, some some even manipulate you. They yeah. cry because they want your attention, but they don't really. Yeah, care. I have a harder one for you guys. Do you think we are born knowing how to smile, or do we learn it? By looking at our parents and then modeling their behavior, because I don't think babies so smiling much is any... an emotion. You don't control it. No, no smiling is an expression. It's an expression. Yeah, you're communicating. For a baby, it's an ex- for a baby. Feel like it's an it's an emotion because they the didn't tell them. So okay, the you can. Is, I can take a smile. Does the baby know how to smile? They don't do it. They don't do it until a certain age. They don't do it until a certain age. It's an emotion like that takes. Months. It's like laughing. Do you? They don't you, smile you, until you just end up laughing. Actually, I, I you know here's a funny thing. Um, I've seen a chance like like actually um my baby sister mm. and like i remember holding her in my hand and then she just like look at me and I'd smile and she would be expressionless for exactly. one day all of a sudden i smile and she smiled back it's like they she's trying to copy it's like she's trying to copy you. that's what mm. i think i think it's a lot deeper than we think like it's a it's a high thought but it's a deep thought mm. deep thoughts are the deep and with that we can segue into the main section mm. you want to start with mine or should we start with yours no we sh- i don't have it sounds like the beginning of a 69 I really don't have any. I think we'll just do yours today. All right, let's see. go from. Let me count: one, two, three, four. I can count to four, guys. Just clap for me. So here, start from uh, this one from Happy Face. Who's the good boy? It is I. Which one? The one with the happy faces, whatever. Don't score. You haven't just had a. I can't tell you how many times I watched this. Is that? Wait, wait, no, come on, man. Like, Bro, I'm literally where you. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. That's the one. I didn't read it. Okay, so we're gonna watch it. Same thing. Yeah. What the fuck was this guy doing? It's like oh. when you commit to taking a lift, yeah, and then you put your entire body into it, and then you miss it. Did he do what? So he's trying to lift it like, and then. Basically, he does a slam dunk on himself. You know. How did he? That is was that intentional or what? So. No, it wasn't. That looks painful. I right, go to the next one. Oh, you're so what lifted. Saying, he missed the. What is he saying though? Kevin Hart dressed as The Rock. Wait, but no, that's not the one. I'm just saying, like, let's go back to the messages. Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah. Okay, so which is this one? When you're arguing with your girlfriend and she realizes she's in the wrong. Just realize what? Um, I I don't want to talk to you. 
I just realized I don't want to talk to you anymore. <laughs> yeah, Cynthia. Tell us. As a girl. Okay, I why you don't like the wrong? When you're you don't like wrong. I feel like I don't relate to a lot of feminine um, I, I don't want to talk to you vibes because yeah, I have a lot of masculinity. Well, how often do you say sorry? Stand by. You say sorry. Stand. Oh. Um, I, I don't want to talk to you. Wait, let me yeah, first see yeah, the video. Yeah, when you're arguing with your girlfriend and she realizes she's wrong. Just realize what? Um, I, I don't want to talk to you. Okay, I understand yeah, that. Yeah. I get it, but mm. I don't relate. You don't I, I, I don't relate. I wouldn't be in a position to tell you that because. I feel like most men actually complain about how masculine I am. Okay, define masculine. Like, what do they complain about specifically? Your what parts are you or... on I'm too. I'm too headstrong. Mm-hmm. I tend to. Can you do a headbutt? I tend to That's not want to play the damsel in distress come and rescue me. Oh, headstrong is like giving strong head, but anyway, yeah. come on. Shame. That's a, like, that's a joke. Just have to. This like you'll always find a way to read it, won't you? Life no, that's the way. You never miss ways. That's that's like Iron Man. <sighs> okay, so you're too headstrong. What else? Okay. Mood strong. Uh, Are you done? Like, do you get out of your system? <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, it, it's gonna come on its own. I'm it sorry. keeps out. <laughs> it's like a fart. I wanna yeah. let you get it out. So headstrong and, and then, then what else? <laughs> headstrong and then yeah. what else? You, you're good. Yeah, we're good. Done. Headstrong and then what else? Yeah, he said he's very strong. Okay, so. Go ahead, go ahead. Okay. okay. Come on. So, yeah. um... Guys, just for reference, she didn't watch the podcast before she came on. That's why she's kind of like... She's like, who the fuck are these guys? Going on? Yeah, 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 uh-huh. yeah, I wanted the element of surprise. Uh-huh. Are you too headstrong and then what else? Oh. Um, not surprised, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, anyway, um... They complain that okay, some some find like as the only one guy that I know who probably likes it. But mm. most men, they want you to need them. They want you to feel. They want to feel, they want they to, want feel, to feel like they're your protector. I'm actually trying to think your mascot. From an academic perspective. And 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 I tend to. to from a personal perspective, do you like to feel needed? Huh? I'm, I'm do you, oh, him, do, as a man, do you feel like it's a bit of an ego boost? Yeah. Like, don't you? If your woman like. Needed you. I like, suppose everybody, even outside of the context of a relationship, wants to feel needed somehow. You want to feel important. Even feel important. women want to feel needed. Yeah. I, I know, like men um, thrive in providing and it makes them feel more manly when they so are able the to. So that's the aspect of feeling needed. Like, yeah. Like, if, like if, if this woman doesn't like mean anything to him if he's not taking care mm. of her. Okay, okay. Like uh-huh. that's his like his, that's his primal instinct. Mm-hmm. I'm the man, I need to protect you, I need to take care of you. So many new much have complained about not well, That's a bit personal then. Yeah. Not not feeling like I need them. Like they feel like she she just takes care of her and she yeah, yeah. So you've like, never you've yeah. never like like okay, this is a good question to ask Cynthia. What What's your opinion on girlfriend allowance? I mean if you're a man and you're using money to this get some kind good. of approval or recognition yeah you're a simp yeah but but it's clear, it's clear. This but, uh-huh. but if you're just a stoic kind of man and whether this money is there or not mm. this girl is into you mm. then you're not giving that money to get her approval mm. you're just a giver. So then you agree. And 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 and. No wait. And, stop, and, forcing, no, I, 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 stop forcing. Stop forcing. What I'm saying yeah. is. Mm. I'm sorry. 
you are a real man mm-hmm. if you don't need money to get somebody to stay with you. Okay. You are an even realer man mm-hmm. if you're able to give money to a girl and that is not the reason why she's with you. And I, I just want to make a comment. I just want to exactly I want to make a comment. You know what's funny is the people who always say real men are women. Most have you ever noticed? Anyone who talks about real men? It's like a kind of manipulation tactic. It's no, not. but right, we don't care about. Like we're it's, not gonna be like hey, a real woman should do this. Nobody does that. It's weird. Okay, I'm sorry for my no, choice. No, no, of no. But, but, we're just maybe down there. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I'm Let's just saying. Let's listen to the merit in her argument. Yeah, sure, what, what I'm just trying to say is, what makes a man a man? What makes a woman a woman? Probably right? the genitals. Yeah. But, 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 but yeah. women, women don't put a lot of pressure on themselves on how to be a woman. It's mostly men who feel like mm. they have a lot of pressure on how to be a man. So I feel like I have the right to tell you a real man or, or my opinion on that because at the end mm. of the day, that's what men strive for. Okay, okay. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, Cynthia. This is what because I'm I, saying. I mean, I'm just giving. I'm, I'm saying that you should take that, that advice. But as as far as your journey to try and be the manliest man there ever is, this is what I think. Is but it, but I, as I a woman, okay guys, okay guys, just right. a moment before we get lost in the weeds. In the sauce. Yeah, mm. it's like you do agree then that the issue of girlfriend allowance should be judged on a case by case basis. Yes. Yes. Which was my argument the whole time. Uh, that's not really an argument. Everybody because, has a reason it should okay, be. No, but everybody's like, if you give girls an you're a simp. I'm like, it's not that simple. It depends on the circumstances. It's not, it's not that simple. Even somebody might it's, feel... Being a simp is it's, not it's that about simple. Your, it's about masculine it's fragility. Simple. Honestly, I feel like it's about masculine fragility. If you feel like you're not masculine enough to... Uh, give money and and there's no uh well, there's an argument. black and white as to whether argument. this girl is with you because of the money or not like if you if you give this girl money and you, you as a man wouldn't be able to differentiate mm. if she's with me because of the money or not then that is something you're doubting yourself as a masculine man but there's a man who will give money and he's so confident that that's not the reason why she's with i'm gonna give a bit of a, like a what is it called off kilter topic a, a comment or something like that like if you this is just my uh observation my my belief like if you are so like dedicated to i want to be a man then you have issues with your masculinity like so that's some, something that most men don't think about at least in my opinion you're not really thinking about oh i need to be yeah, a tell man. that to all the guys yeah. that, that stick their hands in nests of bullet ants okay those ones are different of course but well, i mean well, that's like, about wanting to be a man i feel like uh, you should try to but that's a bit of an issue yeah i think the pursuit of no, the yeah. pursuit of the thing it's like self-development there's no such thing as whether you want to or not whether you're a bum will it make are you not a man no, but it's always the pursuit of being greater than what you are. It's the pursuit of greatness. It's like that, 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 that guy in Nietzsche, the thus spoke Zarathustra. It's like being what? man and Superman. It's like about striving to be the Superman. You, you have to or like Stoicism, striving, striving no, to be greater no, than yourself, to rise above yourself. Like, like here's my argument, right? Uh-huh. Like it doesn't matter what someone calls, like what you call being a man, what I call being no, a man. It's, but no, but you should work towards whatever definition no, me, of being point. a man let is. Let me make the point. Whatever yeah. definition of you Whatever you, whatever whatever you define as being a man, you should work towards that. I and mean, whatever somebody else wants to thing. define as being a man, they should work towards. Here's the thing: it feels like uh, going too deep, in, like what missing the the forest for the trees. Because at the end of the day, whether you like it or not, whatever you do, whether you fuck up or not, you'll still be a man. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter whose definition it is, because everyone has their own. It's subjective and everything like that. So the whole pursuit is futile. Like there's no point. You're already a man, whether you want to be or not. It's just that there's different kinds of men. You get me? I feel like it's yes. not about the goals. I feel like it's not about the goals. It's about the cognizance 
just being aware of that whether you're there or not it's like life does that for you the way you get older the, the aware, you get married, the, it's you self-awareness is so important like you can't just be running around like a breathing human being like you okay i'm alive let's just go through this life and see you know well well end up like there's some element of control that every human being should have in discipline and you go to the gym you should not understand this more than I anybody think john's, i think i think i'm, I I'm just making a logical I, I argument john's angle here yeah like, i'm just making a logical like, argument it's like right? yo yo bro whether you want to or not is a single player game you yeah, know, it's like <laughs> you are the avatar. You're like whatever the fuck you want, man. Whatever Nobody the fuck you want, you do. Listen, cares. even bombs get married. You find yeah. Chukarazi on the street. You shouldn't leave it for somebody else. Yeah, even, even the crazy person in they the masturbating in public is a man. Some, like, no, uh, no, probably some of them even have wives. So yeah. you just look. You might look. I kind of get your okay, logic. It's, it's, weird, it's weirdly nah, though. It's like, weirdly nihilistic. It's nihilistic, but I get the logic. But but if you justify it like that. I mean, how, if you saw your friend is the kind of person who is actually settled well in a good life with a good wife and kids, but has a bad habit of, you know, chasing down who's not uh, having protected, not having I mean, protected sex. Is it a bad habit from a woman's perspective? I mean, no, no, from the man's perspective, he's, he's exposing his family to diseases. Maybe, no, but here's the thing. Maybe, so, so, are you gonna tell him like, like yeah, go, live your life? Opens the like, door. Well, Y'all are exposed. There's some AIDS coming. Do, do what you uh, wanna we got, do. We got like a uh, few minutes left. We we hit the six minutes. But I was saying is like. I lost my boy. What the fuck? I had a good one. No, she was saying like, uh, imagine like your friend who has. Oh yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, do you know a lot of successful men match that description? Conventionally successful. All the politicians who cheat, real men. they cheat, they go after hoes and everything. Exactly. So again, back to my point. Whatever so, the hell you do, you will be so, a man. So, so, so you You're tell gonna be a man by someone's definition. By someone, even someone. by your own. You know, it's like that yeah. saying. It's always five pm somewhere. So let's drink. Because the thing. It's like. I feel saying, like being a man is about being principles. I feel like that should govern your decisions as a man like, i guess what john is saying what john is saying what john is saying is if you think being a man has to do with having principles then you should probably go for a man with principles because that's the only guy yeah. i respect but that yeah. doesn't mean every other man without, without principles is not a man, man. there's someone well, somewhere man enough I mean, if you're not money enough to show up to your to your kid, like you're a deadbeat dad. This is so Honestly, relativist. I'm, I'm really enjoying this. Maybe no, you're less of a man than really you should be because like, you're not even responsible for I'm your child. You you're a deadbeat. Yeah. You're a deadbeat and that actually makes you, you should revoke your right to call yourself a man because you actually fathered a child and you're not there in their life. Like, but, you shouldn't call yourself a man. I think the passion with which you're talking about yeah. this is coming from the fact that you're a woman. And that, yeah. So yeah. a woman, a man that doesn't exactly. stand up for his children in the present is not a real man. But men wouldn't care. Wouldn't care. There's As, no, but they know, shouldn't have the right to call themselves men. They should call themselves no, puny as lambistic shit. But according to who? They come for their lips. According to who? Andrew Kieber? Who gives a fuck about Andrew Kieber? That's the thing. It's like, yo, by the way, FYI, FYI. I actually agree with I you. Agree with a you man too. should step up and take responsibility. Yeah. But logically speaking, he women do have not to. have a right to <laughs> no. judge men what, by what, their what, own what, what you're forgetting is being a man is actually as a woman, I will admit, is the most divine thing a human hmm. being can be given. Being the status man. of being a man, yes. That's yes. low key. I feel like we were talking yeah, about the no, opposite. I'm not, I, I, this is what I'm saying. If the most hey, divine thing me, you can want to be is a man, then yeah, being a woman no, makes you inferior uh, Now, I'm a woman, but you're speaking on my behalf right now. Yeah, but that's my You point. didn't let me finish. Okay, okay, fine. So. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. No, please, finish your point. I think it's an interesting conversation. I feel with great freedom comes great responsibility. That's like a 
mm. baseline. The actual line from the that's, Spider-Man that's, movie that's, with a great power. That's baseline, okay? But I mean, she makes it I feel like in the past, when we were like early men and women, a woman would give birth to a child and she's the primal caregiver. Like nature takes its course mm. when it comes to the roles that we are playing. Mm. And the, let's say the, the first, the, the major role is to reproduce, mm-hmm. right? How is this reproduction happen? The woman is the one well, to carry the to child. Nature, yes. Yeah, according to nature, the woman is the one to carry the child. But it has to be someone. And, 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 and nature will give the person with that responsibility the instinct to be caring, to be mothering, so that this child can actually survive from the instinct of being extremely mm. careful with yeah, let's how that nature, yeah, yeah. And, okay. and 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 when it comes to the man his instinct is to protect these ones because if this one if this one is uh basically dedicating her time to making sure this one survives i mean his instinct is to protect the so the then, boundaries and make sure that everything is okay so, and and it i feel like this also, i don't want to digress from the topic but marriage made sense before mm. tambo because the Families that were together were stronger when it comes to the survival, so then, survival then of the children. Can we conclude that from an so in conclusion, perspective, in conclusion, a man, a man is sticking to your. I, um, I feel like nature gave men so much, you know, because the responsibility they had was really huge, and and okay. nature and nature gave men muscle strength so that they are physically able to defend nature didn't give them anything it's evolved to be like i mean that, I, i'm a woman why do i have hips it's because it's evolved. good for no it's it's good for, mm-hmm. for for carrying a child like you actually evolve into the role that you're supposed to play no you're not supposed to play it's just like whatever helps you survive but now you're thinking like me yeah what nature i'm saying nature is doesn't have a direction evolution doesn't have a direction we don't evolve from worse to better we just evolve what do you to whatever mean? What, does survive, to what does the survival for the fittest mean there's, there's no such thing that's actually a myth survival wow. of the fittest is not how evolution if, if, works if, the, if there are polar bears in the, in the in the arctic that are brown they're gonna get spotted easily by a predator yeah, but, but the one that is white that doesn't mean is the gonna white ones are better. it just means that they survive in that environment we don't evolve from worse to better we just evolve to whatever but, we need but to the be brown to survive ones are gonna go extinct the because they're gonna get predated on more than the yeah, white but they're ones. gonna survive in the south that they you take them to the south they'll survive so are grizzlies yeah, yeah, yeah. or polar bears better my, neither my, my point yeah. is they just evolved to survive in their respective the environments environment. yeah. my point is my point is the environment that was there at the time made men evolve into something mm. okay? okay and we're about to evolve into and, the and, end and, 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 and the evolution that men went through gave them so much like honestly men are the most creative when it comes to we technology really are, we? Like, when it comes to technology when it comes to like um, a man's mind is very expandable and Mine is. and 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 um, even religions yeah. look at a Which man is, as a leader. Yeah? Like uh, religions look at a man like a like like some kind of sounding board. Like he's yeah. more rational. He's more. Decisive. I'm glad you know. Yeah, he's, that. He's Do you more, think God is a man? He's, he's more logical. He's or, more logical. I think God would want us to close the show, guys. <laughs> okay, to cut the long story short, I feel like if uh, when you get the responsibility of being a man, like just know that you shouldn't. <laughs> Like fuck around, find out. 
Yeah, you find out like like being a man actually comes out comes with a lot of responsibility and and, and these consequences to actions. Just to make There's it clear, of... just to make it clear, Cynthia, I think Jean and I both agree with you, with you. On, yeah. on a principal level, yeah. but on a logical level, it's bullshit. Yeah, it's bullshit. Mother. It's like it's like when it's like when you say I believe in a god, but you're logically I know it's bullshit to say God exists or doesn't. I'm, I'm just saying I'm just saying women you know? wear pants, you don't wear dresses. Why is that? Like you're well, trying, you like, that's talk for yourself. That's that's talk for yourself. Bahati, Bahati, and even then, because you know, as a man, there's a certain. I mean, women are more free to make any decision. Listen, guys, there's also culture, right? The Celts wear kilts. Why do we call them kilts? They're skirts. They're skirts. They just call kilts the traditional skirts, right? I used to know this person. Okay, you wear kilts. Wear kilts tomorrow. I mean, you're not gonna do it. It's a culture thing. You're not gonna do it. It's not a man. Okay, you're defending it. Are you gonna do it? Will you wear kilts? Okay, here's another one. In the West, it's quite it's quite okay. Wait, wait, one more, one more. Here's another. In the West, it's quite okay for men to hug each other. Here in Kenya, it looks weird. It's not really that weird. If you're old, if you're old, it's okay. They're getting an old hands. Okay. Well, yeah. how old though? Cause Sister. <laughs> Sister. I need to know. Guys. So I don't do it before the time. Take care of yourself. See you on the next one. Stay yeah. safe. You this was the most heated debate we've ever had. <laughs> Bye, guys. This was the perch shack. The manly shack. The manly shack. The well, masculinity shack. Depends on your definition. But yeah. yeah, awesome. Be See real, man. Episode. Don't abandon your kids. <laughs> Fuck around, but don't find out. Where's your condoms? Fuck around, but make sure you also find out. (laughs) What the fuck? Yeah, anyway, we're done.